When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Right, we got Ryan in here, part two, man. What did you, what did you think? I enjoyed it. It was really good. Uh, how's my mic coming in, guys? Perfect. Oh, it sounds Come, very good, man. Great. Coming Thank in you. hot, Ryan. Let me. Ask, so, so I was waiting. So Matt asked you the question. Um, did you like it? What if Ryan came in here as like, guys, I can't stand this show. They are just. It would have took that. Like the tone would have just shifted all the way. And I mean. Right, you know, like I feel like you're one of those people who you try to see the good in 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 everything, right? You try to you try mm-hmm. to take the positive. There's there's so much there's so much we could kind of nitpick and point out or whatever, but truly, I don't know, man. Besides, like di- just being different from the books, it's still it looks good. The music's good. What are you thinking? It has. There's so much good to this season. Um, you're you're touching on on the bullet points right there, but I think. You know, we're we've all learned from from past watching book adaptations into TV shows or movies that there's so much more in a book and a book series that you get than you can put into movies or TV shows. So I think we all understand that. And then it comes down to your loyalty to the books, because I'm that guy. I'm very loyal to the books because I love I'm I'm a huge reader. Got all the books behind me. That's just a a touch of what I've got, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, So I do. I have that loyalty to the books, but you have to separate that when you look at the TV show. And that doesn't have to be a negative thing. No. Um, If if someone doesn't want to, that's fine. Because I totally get it. There have been books that I'm... I've seen movies or shows and I'm like, no, this isn't working for me. I I like the books. I'm just going to stick with that. And I I gave up. Yeah. Um, yeah, And so I understand why people will do that with this because they're they're making some changes, which we expected. You guys talked a lot on that before the show aired this year, um, which is fine. But uh, I have been I've really been enjoying enjoying all the episodes. Uh, We're through six now. We I I think when you guys had talked about it in the past where they would be when you have two episodes left, because the end of Eye of the World is such a big there's so much action and things going on that that would probably be the whole last episode. Then we've got a lot of ground to cover in this next episode. And and I don't know, mm-hmm. I think you guys talked about it just a little bit ago. Are they going to get through all that in these next two episodes? Or are we going to have a season cliffhanger before the end of the, I, the world book, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, two episodes. I have kind of felt like the episodes have been jam-packed. Um, but then again, I'm, I'm looking for Easter eggs and all sorts of stuff. How, how do you feel about what they're actually fitting into one episode? Because Rafe wanted 10, but it sounds like we're going to get eight episodes. I mean, what are you thinking there? They're doing a really good job of they're packing a lot of information in, but they're doing a really good job of slowing down in some moments. Like I just did the rewatch of episode four earlier today, like I was telling you, and the scene where Lan is praying and Nynaeve comes out in the woods and and catches him. And then he explains to her what her parents told her in the old tongue. It's just, it's things like that where you've got all kinds of, you got lots of speed going through. We're covering a lot of ground. We're covering a lot of detail and backstory. And then we slow down and we get something so deep and emotional and it's short. It's not a long drawn out scene. It's something really quick. It's a two minute scene, but it just pulls you out of a fast paced event. And then the, the viewer just sits there and now you're in your feels and you're emotional. Absolutely. And then they went into another scene after that that was that was emotional as well in a different direction. And it's just they're doing a really good job with the pacing of the shows. From what I could say, I mean, we've got two more episodes left and we'll see where they cliffhanger the end Mm -hmm. of season one. But I really enjoying what they're doing. And um, I I, I don't know where they're going with this. I don't know what they're doing with Matt. It's it's. Oh, that's crazy. Well, it's yeah. L- let me ask you about Matt here in a second because I it, like that's 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 something huge that happened. But I want to bring up something that you mentioned. So the idea, and I keep saying, I keep hammering this home. That scene, that direct dialogue between Lane and Nynaeve is not necessarily in the book. And people like Matt, for a first time read through, were like, "Hey, that was kind of abrupt." This whole Lane and Nynaeve thing was was a little abrupt. The show now has you sitting, has you already sitting thinking like. When, when he walks away from the fire to go be with Moraine, you're sort of feeling like, oh, man, I was hoping that would be something. They had a moment there, and it's just building all sorts of suspense and, and stuff, which is mm-hmm. really good. So there's tons of moments. The Suwan moment here, um, mm-hmm. there are things between Matt and his family, Perrin and his wife, all this different stuff that, again, is different, but yet is adding context to the story that wasn't there in, in the books, but was implied. You know what I mean? That That was there, but not directly on page, and I think that's the kind of – uh, Gene, I think it's very interesting for people who have read the books to get almost more out of it. Now, you mentioned Matt at the end. We'll just jump right, right, right to it. Uh, why? What do you think about all that? Like, 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 why does he <laughs> not go? Uh, I, I, I don't know where they're going with this. I, I went in three different directions while I was watching that, and then I, I paused what you guys were doing in here because I wanted to just sit there and think about it because that was so unexpected. Um, are they, is this something to do with the actor leaving the show or no longer being a part of the show and he is done for the season? I don't think so, but we have to, we don't know. So we have to look at that Maybe. as an option. I don't yeah. think so, but you know, Matt's, Matt's going through the click throughs and, and mm-hmm. it does look like they've made some changes at the last, not the last second, but, but after the writing and everything. So we don't know it's going to be interesting to find out my feeling is this was a dramatic turn from the books that they wanted to because they have to shorten the wheel of time book into the first season if that's what they're trying to fit it all in um maybe this was a way to connect matt back with pet on fane and the dagger Mm -hmm. and maybe we get matt um catching up with the group wherever they end up next week uh, maybe he catches up with Padan or Padan Fane captures him and the drag daggers involved and they go through the ways and they all meet up there at the end of next episode. I, we could, we could go that route yeah. or maybe he's going to find another, a different way. Maybe we're going to be introduced to portal stones. I can't imagine that's going to be the case because who Jeez, would be the yeah. one to introduce him to it right, and get right. him to the group. But we just don't know. There could be a third, third option out there. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I think it's it. pot on Fane coming in here at the end. People are saying in the comments, I would love to see more of him. We've been hearing the whistling. We've been he's been teased a lot uh, less so far. Less of him has been more of him, actually. And now we need more of him in these final two episodes, I think, mm-hmm. uh, to, to have him with that dagger, uh, maybe guiding. I mean, that would be kind of a he's a dangerous dude. And if Matt hasn't seen what we the audience have seen of pot on Fane, and we see him trusting Pot on Fane, that would be a crazy twist, mm-hmm. right? That's true. He yeah. and and like I said, I, I was thinking that he might be captured by Pot on Fane. He could be entrapped by him, or not entrapped, but um, you know, hey, I need help, 
uh, he's grasping for straws and some reason Don feigns a familiar face. It says, dude, let me get you caught up with your group. You know, right. maybe he has like a Ron Weasley moment. He's like, I shouldn't have bailed. I abandoned right. my team. I got to get back to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, well, be... and on that note, so Matt just put up a comment about the idea that maybe, um, maybe he Tom. goes back to Tom. Yeah. To Tarvalin and he meets Tom because that's actually where Tom ends up in the books after, uh, Kyrian. He goes to Tarvalin and is just sitting there drinking like crazy. And, you know, Matt wanders into <laughs> to a tavern, sees Tom, and he says, what are you doing here? Why would you? Come on. <laughs> you know, I mean, yep. that'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Do you? Uh, so where do you guys think men fits in this season? Do you think that men's going to do you think men's going to give prophecies and then they're all going to tell Moraine, hey, we just talked to this girl and this is all what she said. And then that then maybe Moraine gets. Maybe Moraine's there when, when men's there giving her prophecies and mm -hmm. then that's where she's like, OK, well, now I know who it is. Yeah, yeah, Moraine reading those signs. So in Berylon, uh, that is what Moraine does. She pulls men aside, looks down that hallway, and and there are the boys, and she reads them. And so Moraine gets sort of some of that, and, and we learn a bit about it ourselves. So, yeah, keep some of the players or the dragons, air quote, in the dark. <laughs> but uh, have, have, have men t say something to Moraine or tell us what she sees. That would be fascinating, especially right here. They have a big opportunity. If you want to – I think what a TV show can do – what when I what I like about TV shows when they do this is is when they foreshadow right they lay some groundwork not just for like the next episode but like seasons later like really say like mm -hmm. men can say much more here and see many more signs and symbols around individuals that take us further in the series than we ever um, thought we would get so yeah yeah so cool. it's 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 good. it's just going to be interesting to see man because there's only two episodes left Ryan what do you think how did what's going to be the villain? Are we just fighting Trollocs in the final episode or what do you, th what do you think? Do, are we going to fight the vision we've been seeing in the dreams? Put on Fane, Matt, even possibly who knows that that's the question. We really haven't been introduced to, I guess you could say we've been introduced to a villain, but just in short, quick snippets, what three times so far in the episodes. I mean, we haven't even talked about, there hasn't been a lot of detail or, or conversation dialogue in the episode so far. So I think you guys were talking earlier about, do you think they're going to end this season? Not the dragon, whoever the dragon ends up being or, or which, you know, if it's all of them, are they going to end this season with that battle or is that going to be pushed into season two? And we're going to have some different ending to this season. It's, it's the question I think all the book readers are asking um, and probably the people that haven't read the books, because typically when you're watching a show um, something this big, you get a lot of detail about who the enemy is. We really don't have much other than there are Trollocs and there's fades out there. The eyeless, they call them, uh -huh. uh, but we don't have, we don't have a lot of detail right now everything about the season is just who's the dragon. Right. Yeah. And, and so here, here's an interesting point. You have this idea. So right. It's, it's like, why would you end a season on? Yep. We won. We beat him. It's all good. We're celebrating and that's it. Right. So what is that final kind of mm -hmm. scene? I think it might be, uh, it, it will probably be something behind the veil. It's probably going to be us seeing the dark one, shale ghoul or understanding maybe where, Maybe maybe our Aes Sedai are misinformed about the Eye of the World and Shale Ghoul is still there. We go there. Mm -hmm. A dark friend social takes place. Something at the at the you know the Great Hunt is uh, yeah. shows up and and we're like oh shoot like they all think they won. They all think it's over and done. And now Rand can just you know or whoever the dragon is can go about his business and help unite and use his prestige or something to mm -hmm. do good. But yet we see behind the curtain here that we actually have an issue and that could be one of those like post-credit things. It could be an extra scene at the end mm -hmm. that they would do. They could even have shot that later if they cast some more forsaken and have them meet up. I mean, that would be, that would be a mind blower right there is, is to have a yeah. Shamayel or, or Balsam on step back in later and say, wow, you got your, you know, what kicked and how, <laughs> how did that, how did that feel? Right. I mean, that could be something we see. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or they, you know, they talk about, well, guess who else just got released from, you know, the yeah. 13 Forsaken, we've got a couple more that have just been released. Now there's going to be a whole lot of chaos 
of multiple yeah. Forsaken in different parts of the map because that's where we're right. going in these next couple seasons. We're going to be all over the map. Yeah, uh, I, 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 did, I did go back and count. Looks like it was eight that we saw last episode that um, Steppen was sort of praying, I guess, to keep away was those eight um, Forsaken, which I would be fine with if we limit if we cut it down, shorten it down to just from 13. I mean, some of them, to be honest, are kind of jokes in the first place. Was it seven? Was it seven? I thought it was eight. I thought it was eight. I thought I, maybe I counted wrong, but um, either, either, yeah, um, either, either way, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I can't. Who's the ones we fight in the eye of the world? As they're kind of jokes. No, Agonor. Agonor, and, uh, get him out of here. Okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah he's, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's a joke, right? He's a joke. Uh, yeah, Grint. Yeah, Grint. Uh, I would say that yes, of those things, Grendel and Lanfear, well, were were by far the 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 most obvious now the, the one though i do it would be interesting and this is a forsaken i do think is going to get cut i think osmodian's going to get cut okay um yeah just, just have because Logan. well i think Logan is going to teach rand how to channel okay okay just yeah, be because Logan's way more prevalent the dude who plays him is awesome and it's mm -hmm. one sort of less cast member which is you know a thing yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think what the cool thing too, we'll see like, like what's I mean, awesome about later seasons is what they can do with the power. Now the Aes Sedai and what we can see and this whole situation. And we'll get to Ryan here in a second about this, the, the, the dream shard or the Teleron Riyadh or whatever it was, um, what they can do now compared to what they will be able to do later when the forsaken are released and they learn more powers is huge. So whether they learn that, so Rand will, yeah, he could initial teachings could be, low gain they might do something like that or Lanfear, osmodian someone well it would be Lanfear setting someone up for rand that that could be that could be possible still later on down the line one of the eight or something it, it would be really cool um ryan what did you think of the whole suan moraine i've been asking for a couple episodes like what is that thing on her wall suan mm -hmm. had one as well um i'm gonna pull up a dream shard here on the on the wiki and tell you guys what it is but what were your thoughts just about that whole scene first? So, uh, like I've said on uh, a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, um, I'm only seven or eight books into the series, and I have not read New Spring. So I don't think in the books that I've read, they've talked about any sort of a relationship between those two. Is that something from the book, or is it something that the show is creating? I, I just don't know. No, that's a th it's a thing. Okay. Um, is it something that's hitted on in the books and I just completely missed it or or forgotten no, about it? No, there is it... where we're at, I I forget which book it was, but there is one moment where because I remember asking Ez about this. I think it was maybe in the Dragon Reborn where Moraine says something about like loving someone. Yeah, it, well, it's so there is there's that. There's also um because there is a huge spoiler. There is something that, that uh I can't reveal yet, just right here, and people can say in the comments if they want about Moraine and her love interest, which is interesting. Uh there is a well, moment I know. though. I know who I know who she who is she she sort of has a, a yeah. love interest with later. Hasn't met him yet, um in this in the show. Um so in in the book though, there is in the great hunt. You know, she does have that conversation with Suan and figures out like we learned that there's a closeness of friendship, which we which we kind of see here, which they did a good job of showing us that. But I think it is hinted at more in the new spring stuff, too, that she okay. was more intimate uh, with her than what we what we realized here. And then there's the whole, you know, she's not with land type of situation, mm -hmm. which is, uh, you know, there. So, yeah, I mean, I think for some people it's just it's subtle. So the reason it will be a shock and the reason it's it's fine for you to be you and most people to be shocked that they did this, even veteran book readers, is it's subtle. It's not really mm -hmm. direct. They don't ever actually on page say that they were making out and doing that. They were this intimate. Right. It's just implied <laughs> down yeah. your knees. I mean, <laughs> that didn't make me laugh. I tell you what, the Omerlin thought on her punishment and she summoned her to her chambers. And I don't know what all went down, but um, crazy. Crazy! I, I did like what they did with that portrait, though. That was really cool. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and so someone brought up a dream shard, and this is a little bit later on in the series, but a dream shard is this pocket dimension that's created by a channeler, and it exists between the world, the real world, and then Teleron Riyadh. Um, and the creator has control over the contents uh, of the room, and they can in invite or bring people in and out of it. Now, that was something that people from the age of legends had access to or knew about and could use. I don't know that that's what this is, 
if it's just a they is it is it a, a tier on griot that she traveled through to a place that they set up is it the dream world necessarily because they were physical and intimate there did they enter the dream world in the flesh that's another big question you can do that we see rand actually does that and is warned not to do it when he chases ravine uh in into teleron Riyadh in um in uh, fires of heaven so yeah just just kind of kind of crazy scene there and I, I thought it was awesome i i think it is cool that they had a place where they could meet up that no one would know about it's got to be top secret it's not like she can just walk down to the, to the omerlin's chambers knock on the door and hope no one sees because clearly leandrin uh knows what's going on right leandrin comes out later and says i know you got Nynaeve, you got a Gwen, matt who's this matt coffin guy you've got who are these folks right so she has eyes and ears each aja has their own eyes and ears so there's no way that they can physically meet up i guess in the real world so they've either got to create a dream shard um, or they've got to go to Teleron Riyadh or something else that we don't really, really know about. So that was kind of fascinating, actually. They made that uh, location. Does it is it looks like it's exactly like her the shack she was in as a kid at the the opening of the episode, yes. right? Okay, right. So which is why I think people were hinting at the idea that you can in a dream shard you can make it what what you want. You have control over that complete control, um, but also you could go there. See, I don't know in Teleron Riyadh if the, if, the, if the hut has been destroyed or a building has been utterly destroyed in the real world. It is hard to see it, I think, in Teleron Riyadh. And if I'm wrong, folks can correct me in, in the comments there. But her, it was destroyed because mm-hmm. um, they had the dragon's fang on there, uh, marking her out as as a possible, you know, dark one or a dark friend or something. And that was cool to see the the uh, proximity to Tear. And and someone said in our comments when we were watching it tyrants don't have a whole lot to do with those who can channel they don't like channelers and so on so yeah so here we have some uh uh phil snowden i believe is his name steve steve wow who is steve is he a green man someone said that i don't think we've seen him yet have we uh someone said that that we might have seen him but i don't think so like like we would have seen him, seen him. You know what I mean? Um, someone There's, said that if you go to like IMDb and stuff like that, no, he's not. He's not been listed yet. Right. I don't. I don't feel like he would be a. I, I think someone said that Lauren from Unraveling the Pattern might have found him at, like as as an extra or something, but I don't think we've really seen him yet. I, because he, if he's this big of a deal and he's a, he's a casting announcement, we got to see him, Matt. I mean, we don't, it's not just someone. Unless he is someone hiding in plain sight that we actually will go back and say, oh, there he is, there he is, there he is. And he really is maybe a forsaken right in plain sight, but we didn't know he was there. You know, Green Man's real name does start with an S. Wow, it does. It does, (laughs) actually. Uh, That's hilarious. Is that Steve Bannon? He does kind of look like him. That's unfortunate. Uh, He does. uh, He does. uh, Steve the Fate. And this other this woman, have we seen her? Jennifer Preston? I don't. Is she given a name? I don't think so. Again, where you pull is this as Cass- Mrs. Grinwell, the farmer. Okay, so she was. Yeah. Oh, so she was, okay. She was the farmer. Yeah. So we've seen. Um, we've seen her, but we have not seen Steve seen yet. Steve. Okay. So I'm thinking, but because the whole deal was, remember Dana, we thought was like, oh, okay, that's just going to be somebody we run across, and then she's like a super important character. Yeah. Also, Steve. I mean, I guess we have names like Matt, you know, <laughs> but which I might. There ain't Matt. no. My name is Matt, but no it's like, hold on a second. It's like we go from Moraine to Lan, Mandragoran to Nynaeve, yeah. you know, to Steve. Come on. No, now. Like, there's <laughs> no way. I don't even do that. <laughs> wow. Wasn't he the farmer? Uh, I don't think the... so. Although they're cast at the same time. So maybe I thought that. Maybe. Nah. You mean, you mean, what, you mean the, the Grinwell? He wasn't. I don't think he was a Grinwell. I don't know, though. Um, yeah, so so that's that's cool to see maybe who that is. It would be really cool, though, if there was this idea that in Tarvalin and around there, one of the extras or who we think is an extra is actually someone really important that they've cast and is hiding. I, that's the kind of stuff. That's the deep level, deep cut stuff that I wish shows would be able to do more. Um, how do you pay someone to do that? I don't know, um, <laughs> you know, without using them, but. <laughs> Steve uh, Al Smith. Steve Al Smith. <laughs> oh my God. 
<laughs> oh my god. Uh, I love it. Love That's it, wild. It. So one of the things I really enjoyed about this episode was the dialogue that we saw. And there were there were a few points when it hit really hard. And and the opening, well, not the opening, but at the beginning of the episode when um Logan is in the chamber in front of everyone and he's talking to the Amerlin seat. Mm-hmm. His just he's just blasting them, talking about you think you're so powerful and so high above this world, but I definitely the things that he said to them was great. I love that dialogue. Oh. Yeah, you you know what the people will remember, right? I had an army at my back. Mm-hmm. They're all kind of staring at him. Uh they will remember that one man. Uh, fought against nine women, <laughs> yeah. right? So that was that was pretty powerful. Um, uh, nine mighty I said I am reading it right now, and that I still staked that green bitch to the wall. That I mean, was then, ruthless. Oh, dude, wow, everybody, Ez, such a ruthless comment. As just over hey, here getting us demonetized. I my mean, bad. Come on, my man. Bad. I was these, reading directly. These. Quote, quote or, I accidentally. I accidentally said I accidentally said the uh, said said the f word uh, during the. During yeah. <laughs> um, no, he. I mean, he was just so brutally. I don't know if it's brutally honest, but he's just he's so upset at them for what they've done to him, and he's just right. fiery with it. Um, and and maybe it's a good good dialogue for the viewer to sit there and you know remind the viewer that not everyone around the world trust the Aes Sedai or, or believes the Aes Sedai are, are mm-hmm. what they, maybe what they were at the beginning or what they, they've been purported to be that maybe they've lost their trust with the people. It's a good little, yeah. Good yeah. reminder. Yeah. Because they, they're, yeah, they're definitely, they're definitely beginning to set up the, the split in the, in the tower. And I mean, they've been talking about it too. I mean, again, so each episode, by the way, you know, we've gotten more and more and more about like, oh, the Reds have political power there. And then in the last episode, the Reds are gaining power. And in this episode, again, um, whatever her name was that was in the bath with Moraine mm-hmm. said a yellow just stood up for a red. Like, we need you here. We need this. And mm-hmm. so they're building this. I would not I would not count it out if I don't know that she's going to be deposed in episode eight because it's like we just met suan unless you right. unless you it, what if in the next episode we get leandrin's punishment and then she and then and then so then you have at least another episode of building it and then episode eight is maybe we already go down the path of what if, i mean what if as as crazy as it sounds episode eight ends you i mean talk about bringing stuff forward what if episode eight ends with Suwan getting stilled and she and Logan leave the tower? Dang, that would and be put wild. on Fane. Maybe put on Fane and Matt go back, and put on Fane takes the dagger. Yeah, and that we're like be... already there, and then you're like sort of now way ahead into some of the books. I mean, that's book four. Yeah, you that know, would be crazy stuff. So the only thing, yeah, we, we'd have to figure out like how. Because because someone has to spill the beans on it, it could be Matt if they if they if Le- what I kind of foresee is maybe if you wanted to go that route, Leandrin would have to capture Matt and Matt would say, yeah, Moraine took us to this special spot. And right. then she starts to figure out like, well, why? Why did Moraine do that? Because you got it. You have to catch Suan um, with her hand in the cookie jar. You know what I mean? I think um, you could. I think I think it could be. I th- I don't know. It sounds already that Leandrin's already got a bunch of stuff. I would almost say that some of the rumors about Elida not being cast and her and Leandrin's thing, by the way, this is something this is this is definitely a topic that's been discussed to me in this episode. I think I could almost go down the path of saying confirmed that Elida will not be a character and Leandrin and Elida will be confirmed. I mean, what do you guys, do you guys think that that's going to be the case that they're going to go down? Cause it already seems like Leandrin's gaining a lot of power here, which doesn't necessarily happen in the books. Not like this. It is more sort of Elida that's doing some of this stuff. And then ultimately she deposes, she, she, she deposes uh, Suan. Yeah. Ryan. Yeah. You take it. What do you think? I, I mean, it would make sense if they went that route. We've already had Rafe Jutkins talking about that they're gonna they're gonna make 
changes like that where they're mm -hmm. limiting the amount of characters that are going to be in the show from the books just for the to make it make sense for a TV show. Um, they haven't given us any reason to think that that won't be the case. So I think you're probably you're probably right. We probably can start saying this is all but confirmed that they're going to go this route. But we we don't know. But but it's the most logical from where we stand at this point. Yeah, the only other crazy thing that we, because I mean, if Elida hasn't been uh, uh, cast and we're not going to see her in these next two episodes, then she has to be cast by by season two. We need her in here early because uh, she has a foretelling. The, the big thing that drives her arc is she has a foretelling and she foresees that Rand uh, will be as significant as he's going to be in, in, in the series. And it's some of her, her foretellings later as she becomes the Omerlin that keep her believing in what she's believing. Now, Leandrin is working for the black Aja uh, and Elida is, is just being, you know, duped qu qu quite a bit. So that they are, they are different. Um, but could mm -hmm. they do it? I do think they could do it. I, I do. I do see them possibly giving us one head of the red Aja. Uh, and, and then Moraine was this head of the blues. Um, the, the one individual uh, who was one of the sitters, I uh, just had her name and I've lost it already, but um, the one blue that's in the bathhouse, she's, she's probably a goner. Maidrin? So, Maidrin? Ma Ma Maigan. 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 Okay. Yeah. So she, she's probably uh, gone, but yeah, you've got to have someone uh, represent, be that replacement who would be strong enough. I don't know if they've talked about Leandrin's power yet, but um, Alana says that Moraine is one of the only ones who is powerful enough to kind of challenge her now they could do something where they say uh, we haven't been to camelin yet and elida is there in camelin so if we're going to go there we might see there's a reason they can easily explain why she's not there that she's an advisor uh to more gays the queen which is possible so great uh great comment here uh, by halden uh my gain is about to become a demone yeah could that be because she did set up the sean chan right she's going west the ships have right. been disappearing out there and she's going to look into it. She needed more rain to stay in the tower uh, to kind of run things and to be the head uh, of, of that, of their Aja. So yeah, I think she probably is going to be um, collared now. I mean, because here's the thing who run, I mean, if you're going to have, so Leandrin in the story, she's not around the tower, right? She goes away from the tower. She takes the girl's, uh, to the Shanchen, uh, works with Dark Friends. She goes with the other Black Aja members. She's all around the continent. She is who Nynaeve and Elaine will be chasing later on. And then that's why Elida is pushed forward as the head of the Red Aja. It's so it's interesting that she's not it, that she's not here in season one. That she's not even uh, cast and, and has that that foretelling. It would probably give too much away. It's probably why they want to they wanted to hide her a little bit because the ability to foretell and if she sees Rand. It's just, you know, done deal. We're gonna we're gonna figure out that's that's our guy. So I don't know. Yeah. Love Good it. question though. Absolutely love it, guys. Yeah. Oh, anything else uh, in the chat? Um Yeah, I don't know. Um I'm just I'm doing a, a quick kind of click through here, uh also in the episode. I think it's really cool just to see all of these like the emotion, by the way, of the actors and the different individuals who were in the hall was crazy. When Suan was giving her sentence or Logan was speaking, like all of their reactions and their gasp and stuff, it just added to this uh, dramatic kind of feel or this intense feel that we had there. And it was it, it really felt um, super serious. There's so many little things too. people were mentioning the yellows and that they had their their little pouches right with their uh, healing ability, their their medicines and so on. Uh, Le Leanne is there, by the way, as as the keeper of the chronicles. She's she's there with her with her staff doing her whole thing, trying to keep order, uh, which which is cool. So all of that is just extra little tidbits that I think are are cool to the world building. I think if you hadn't read this book yet and you're just coming in new and, and fresh, you're looking at this world going, holy smokes, Moraine had that crap on her mouth and that it was moving it off to the dagger was doing stuff there. Uh, there's punishments, there's exiles. There's there's so many cool just things that that the Aes Sedai can do that can go through this weird portal, uh, two different portals like it's high magic, it's high fantasy, and so I think 
it's going to be really intriguing for folks and it's done top dollar so far i've seen that i mean roseman pike said this and matt said this uh has been saying it for a while she's worked on a lot of big movies a lot of big sets and she's saying they spent they they went all out man i think the budget the budget's going to increase i think so yeah Yeah. i'm loving it 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 seems like it's going to be big i mean that's the thing is i mean I feel like these next two episodes are going to be huge. We talked about it. You know, you look at the directors. Uh, it's like, man, the de- the person who's directing these next two has worked on Vikings, a lot of other big projects. And so these were also the two that um, these are also the two that they filmed post when they came back from COVID. And we know that these are looks like they have some big battle sets set up. Did Rand look different to you? From this episode to the previous ones, he looked a little bit different, and and it just it may just be that there was that much time in between the filming, but he seemed I don't know if it was more oh, not really? gaunt, but but skinnier in the face. Even it just that was my first impression at the beginning hey. of the episode was that Rand looked different. Not R- Matt, sorry, Rand. Rand, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so hey, uh, let me tell you what's going to happen here. That shirt's coming off. All right, <laughs> he's he's been trained up. You know, he's going to have to do some. So in, in Faldara, he'll probably have that moment with Lan, or maybe he'll have some. So they'll start working with that sword. Let me see that sword. Blade Master might be yeah. explained. Let's go through the forms here. And they start sweating quite a bit to, to the point where it's so much sweat, it's not even worth having a shirt on. And I think it's time for the world to just let the dragon ride again on the freaking <laughs> winds of time. Okay. Yeah. So do, you, do, we, do we do we see Tom Marilyn again season one? So people are talking about possibly I think seeing so. him again. I think so. I think for sure we have. I, I think I saw someone say that maybe even Barney Harrison is is uh, is mentioned or is is listed in IMDb and he's going to be in the next two episodes for the eight. Yeah, yeah. So I, so I think I, so. I think he's going to be there. And I think maybe Tom. But uh, if you, I will say, if you look at the, yeah, it's yeah, weird. I, I agree. It is weird. It is weird. The way they shot it is weird, and it does look like he does the same turn twice. You know what I mean? It does look like they used footage over and just made a a different cut or something from it. So. Um, that's cool. I'll, here's um, one, one more big question here. So, Egwene, when are we going to see Egwene really channel? I, well, I don't she think did gonna... against the she did against the white cloaks. Yeah, th- yeah, she she did her little puff, uh, you know, a spark situation. But like, well, she did two. She did one at the she did one at Valda, and then she got Perrin free. Yeah, she did. She did. But I mean, again, compared to what night we've seen seen from the others yeah yeah when is she gonna have that moment because right now it's night naive is is who we're who we're we're rolling with here and again in the books naive is is more powerful but Egwene, i feel like in the ways is gonna have some big moment something is gonna spark and she's gonna have to really use it because it took a lot for her to conjure that and again they don't have any control over it but i feel like she's gonna have one more big channel moment and it probably is in this next episode. And I then, would imagine. And then Rand is going to channel, and it's going to seem in like the a final in the sun, like you know, like, yeah. like, like oh my god, like but, yeah. Which is why when Nynaeve did what she did, and they showed that immense power, I thought, dang, just wait till we see what Rand Rand's going to be able to do. Like wow. Well, in the books, wild. Rand's like fighting in the sky, and like lightning's killing like waves of Trollocs, and let like, the all freaking dragon fight again, baby. <laughs> oh my god, let him. Oh, like when all this stuff's gonna stuff, happen. We've just read it, right? We've only just read it and imagined it in our minds, and and, and read Robert Jordan's work, and it does paint such a good picture. But let me tell you, they have an opportunity here to bring in a worldwide. I mean. When Rand does what he does and the memes start flying out on the internet, like the, literally the dragon will will have been born again. And at that point, if they they need some epic channel moment or something, like it's just got to happen. There was a meme um, somebody had in the Reddit, and it was really funny. And it was uh, it's like some picture behind the scenes, and it's like Rand's like in his makeup chair or whatever, and it's like. A, Egwene, the actress, uh, Madeline Madden or whatever her name yeah. is, is like standing there and like, I think it's like two makeup people or whatever. And so it's also, so it's like Rand surrounded by like three women and they're like Rand season four. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh ridiculous. my God. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. They did a good job in this episode uh, for Egwene of showing her unhesitancy and her, yeah um bravery you know like she's as soon as they're walking through the through the gate at the end yep she's she's the first one moving in she's you know she makes a couple comments throughout the episode i think they're 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 doing her character some justice with this episode right she she is more um uh, willing just to kind of 
accept she, her fate, her role, she or believes Marine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. all in on Marine. Right, and and she knows that there's a there's a responsibility for these channelers. It's really cool what Na they did with Nynaeve in the beginning was to say that she had a wisdom uh, above her who went to the tower and was uh, slighted, and she feels mm -hmm. like she might be slighted. And something that they did here as well, talking about the the nobility versus uh, someone like Suwan, who was a a uh, her father was a fisherman, right? She comes from a, from a small fishing village. Moraine comes from royalty, from Kyrian, from the nobility. Yes. And so totally different worlds coming together at the tower. Um, so I think Nynaeve, maybe she has that one experience and she doesn't quite understand where Suwan is coming from. And, and maybe mm -hmm. Suwan could be the one who connects with Nynaeve a bit more and says, hey, I was once like you, kind of, uh, you know, and, and then she can she can kind of rope her into uh, being more involved in, in, in the tower and, and feeling, um, you know, living up to her potential, I guess. New question for you guys. Did you notice that Moraine said she could kind of like shield or how did she put it with land? He couldn't feel the bond, bond. anymore. Dis like disconnected. Yeah. What right. that was. I don't remember. And, and, and guys in the comments, let me know if this happens in the books. I it's such a small thing that I don't remember it. If it if it was a thing that she could mask it, I think she called masking it. And so he comes rushing in saying, like, I can't feel you anymore. I can't sense you. I, maybe that was a thing. And I'm just not remembering. So, okay, here we go. Masking exists in the books. Thank you. And I'm just trying. Do you remember? So, David, when did that happen? Or, um, you know, yeah, when, when did that take take place? I, I know we have a whole transferring of the bond later on. We, we were already at that point in our book club. But, like, that was kind of cool to see that that was something that you could do. You could mask the bond and then he's rushing in and he had to go protect the Emmons fielders. He lost them last time. So he's going to protect them. Plus she had to go to her little secret meeting. I just thought it was a kind of a, a cool thing as you explore the powers that the Aes Sedai have and the bond that they have with their warder for individuals who haven't read the books at all. That's another, like they can do that. I mean, this is, this is all little stuff that is intriguing, I think. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Tinfoil hat time. Uh, you guys love Let's doing go. the tinfoil hat with the Game of Thrones. One of my uh -huh. favorite parts of, of that podcast. Um, mm -hmm. One that I've got for this next episode. You guys were talking about where they're going to go with this episode uh, or next week. Um, coming out of the ways. My tinfoil hat that I think would be awesome, but I don't think they'll do. Um, is that they're going to get, you know, they're going to get uh, chased by by the wind, the the dark wind, the black wind, mm -hmm, Machu Chan. Mm -hmm. I can't pronounce Mach, it like Mach you guys. Chin, Mach Chin, Mach Chin, Mach Chin. I don't know. Machin Shin or Masha Shin. Yeah, it's like, something's um, wrong with my chin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're going to get chased. They're going to leave the ways in a way that they didn't anticipate or want to, and they're going to end up in the Isle Waste. And oh. that the Aiel will be there. They're going to have that confrontation with Lan. And oh. then that is going to be the the details, the the dialogue, the, the backstory that comes out of there is going to be what reveals that um, Rand is is the Heron blade mm -hmm. and the Heron mm -hmm. marked wrist or, or hand. And mm -hmm. that he's going to be revealed to be to be the dragon that tinfoil hat. I don't think that's what they're going to do. I just, that was kind of my kind of cool mind thing. running in a, in a fantasy way. Hey, cause when you're in the ways, I mean like, you know, what, where, where do you end up? You gotta, you gotta take a different route and you go, I mean, it can take you almost anywhere, right? It's, you can go so much further in the ways that would be freaking awesome. Just to, even if they <laughs> popped out for a moment in the IO waste and it's like, Oh no, I mean, it looks a lot like, well, kind of the blight. That would be crazy, man. I love a good tinfoil, you know, because <laughs> I think some things too have been have been cut. I, I really wanted to see um, loyal be more involved with the <laughs> opening of the ways, you know, that kind of stuff. And, and him yeah. be more hesitant and scared to go into them. That wasn't mentioned at all. I think that was a scene that was probably cut because there's definitely um, a, a dark force behind it. it. They'll explain it as soon as we step into it. Cause it looks freaking scary and we get the idea it's on screen, but yeah, man, I mean, Somehow the IEL have to be incorporated and somehow we're going to have to get that story. So w when and where d does that happen? It, would it be jumping there? Is it just going to be a, a, a story told in the ways where we find other IEL right. there who have died? Are we going to find other bodies in there that have been left over or consumed? I mean, all that stuff is, 
is is a possibility. Yeah. We've only got two hours left, basically, of season one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel like I feel like we still need a villain. We we still need to know who the dragon is. And we're gonna have some sort of final battle. We've got to get Matt's stuff resolved. I think we got it. We need to get Leandrin's punishment. So yeah. I don't know. I feel I feel like there's a decent amount of stuff, but I don't feel like it's it's too much. And then what do you think the cliff was? What's the cliffhanger to get us ready for season two? Yeah, again, I, I think for sure it's got to be something with the, the dark one. We let the forsaken out. We let him out by by mistake. We messed up more rain messed up. She's been hinting the whole time that she doesn't know. Um, she says to Suwan, we've been searching for the dragon for 20 years and I'm no closer now than we were then. Like I, and it's like, wait a second, you've narrowed it down to five people. <laughs> so there's, there's, you gotta be a little bit closer, but she really doesn't feel that way and still feels like they might be getting out maneuvered. So, and she could be making a big mistake by going there. Could be killing other, uh, some, some of them inadvertently or or whatever i mean it it's i think there's going to be either they let him out of the prison or it is going to be that we have the big air quote defeat Rand believes he defeats balls and then we get like this kind of final scene post credit scene where the dark one speaks from sheogul or something you know which would be crazy <laughs> yeah um would it be better if we got more episodes for season two or more money per episode i think it's got a budget of like it's like 10 million per episode which is the same as the mandalorian now i i do know that they said um one of the things that was impacted by covid because of they had like such filming restrictions was practical effects like the episode episode where the uh, low gain episode episode four where there's like the explosions and stuff going on and it's kind of a mix between practical and cgi they didn't they weren't they didn't have as many takes for that as they um, would have wanted just because of like, that was like during 2020, like right sort of during the lockdown and stuff. Um, and then their filming actually got shut down. So they didn't get like get as many takes and stuff like that. And so I think some of that, cause that's really the only time where things have even to me looked like kind of weird or whatever are sort of like during some of the big, huge battle scenes and and stuff like that so it's possible you know that now with obviously far <laughs> less covid restrictions that could change yeah yeah that would be l'oreal <laughs> yeah i would change that a little bit just uh it's he's got kind of like a i don't even know what 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 what, hey. what, he, what he's got going on. in the books it's kind of he's got like, like a get like a sick part you know he's got like a well yeah and he's right got, down yeah, the middle. He's got the, that the tufts, the eyebrows, and the ear hair is is on point. You know, the wisdom is is definitely showing. I uh, he, something about loyal. I just want more of him. Honestly, I think they. It's one of those things they're going to find out. Star Wars found that when BB-8 and R2 and those those uh, individuals were on screen more, like it did well. Like the actress did well around them, and loyal feels like that type of individual that helps uh, mix some of the seriousness and change up right. the tone a little bit. I hope to see way more of him. Even seeing him scared like does a lot for us or something because he didn't seem he's kind of like all right going to the ways i mean so that part i would maybe um right. but then again i i told matt when we were watching it i said loyal felt like in that moment where dax says to luke hey i feel like i could take on the whole empire myself loyal was like broad chested just going in there like i got this i'm put it on my back i'm right. the dragon well, well remember some other things some other things too is that amazon really just sort of is like started really, you know, recently has started pushing, hey, we're going to push Amazon Prime. I mean, they went out and bought a movie studio like, you know, I mean, they went out and bought MGM Studios like they're they're going to be putting more money into it. The Lord of the Rings budget is supposed to be twice as much. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like so that would be like 20 billion an episode, which would make it the biggest budget of any sort of like television show. So, mm-hmm. you know, keep that in mind. Keep that in mind, too. So, again, and once. You know, this. I mean, they're filming it now, so we don't know that the budget isn't more right now. And then again, it's also hard to see with COVID restrictions what you know what they were able to do and not able to do. Yeah. And now yeah. they've worked with that CGI before, so it's a lot easier to do the next time around. Right. I yeah. I think I'm actually impressed at what they have been able to do in season one, and I think people can say what they want. I actually have liked the dialogue. I have liked the, the, the writing, it, even the pace feels pretty good. I know you can kind of argue one way or the other CGI. People have talked about it a little bit, maybe needing to be upped a bit changing costumes, but overall, I mean, I feel like 
what what they're doing with the power and people have to get past the idea that you know who can see weaves and who can't i mean that's going to be hard because we the audience need to see it and you can't just talk about what the I, characters feel yeah so. i don't i that's like one that like of all the things that there are for me to sort of like that's nitpicking care about that is just not like not one of them yeah there's ways around that i know that they people say oh, there could be some complications and there's uh, some inconsistency with like moraine not being able to see him channel but then rand just saw Moraine channel, but all all I actually said was that he saw the darkness come onto her face and go off of it. I don't know. Right. I mean, it's either way. It's it's cool. We have to see it. The audience has to see her doing something. And I'm I'm I thought those I think those look good. I think that the channeling abilities and the power looks cool. You can even see it in Suan's hut. You can see the power cir- uh, circling the hut a little bit in that glow, which is cool. Meaning she's kind of manipulating and controlling that world, which is which is awesome. So, yeah, the, uh, the uh, Ogier are the thing that they're talking about in the uh, in the extended stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. OK. In, in the in the extra bits. Right. The um, the X-ray stuff. Right. The X-ray stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The okay. like the legends and lore. I did like that. Marine called him Builder. I mean, they don't elaborate on that at all. And if you don't know the books, then you you may not even notice that she says it or what it is. But that was a nice little Easter egg. I mean, we saw a few of those in this episode, but that was nice. It was really quick. That was it. Yeah, there's like a uh, bow and a it, nod. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you think, well, there's an extra respect there. Why is there an extra, like this extra respect for from an Aes Sedai for an Ogier? And as an audience member, you would say, okay, there's got to be backstory on that. You don't need to go into it. You just saw... It's that indirect characterization. We don't have to, Lo doesn't have to say anything. When he gets that respect from the Aes Sedai, clearly there's something there and he should be respected and honored and what have you. So I, I like that too. Yeah, agreed. The next two episodes need to be big character episodes for Rand. And I think they will be. I think, I think they've pulled us in all these different directions for everybody else, you know, mm-hmm. and now it's going to be, it's now it's be go Rand. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure uh guys if, when you get a chance go look at all the freaking stuff that is on swan's desk people are talking <laughs> i've been seeing different things like on her shelves there are books uh there's a white book there's a lot of really cool things that they put right in front of us that i'm i'm intrigued i'm looking at right now and i did learn from this episode that the Amarlin seat um waits on only one there's only one woman she waits on and it's mm-hmm. not Nynaeve or Egwene. Like Matt right. was like, just Matt a, during the episode was like, they drive, they're driving that home. <laughs> just a hint of a smile uh, as she's walking away. Yeah. Yeah. They're driving that home. Yeah. That's actually pretty awesome. So. Do you think Moraine is going to go into a lot of detail in this next episode while they're traveling in the ways about what to expect um, when they get to the eye of the world, she says that in this episode, right? They're going to, we need to go to the eye of the world. She says, I'm ready to tell you everything we could do it while we're traveling. Is she going to go into all those details? Cause she doesn't tell them, you know, you all may be going to your death. I don't think she's a, not going to say it. She just didn't want to say it before they enter the ways, but do you think she's going to go into the details of what's coming or is she going to stay vague? I do. I mean, they spent like four minutes explaining Manetherin. In episode two, I think we're going to get some like walking with horse. Well, not horses because they're gone, but walking in the ways uh, and, and explaining stuff. Yeah, me too. I, I think that we're going to get some some sort of um, ideas as to what we're facing, because, again, if you're just walking up, like, what do you need to know <laughs> about the dark one? What are some of the things you have to do? That's that's got to be that's got to be said to, to, to some degree. So. Did yeah. they have did they have the horses in the book when they're going through the ways or are they on foot? My mind remember. was telling me that they had the horses, but I don't think that that would make sense. I just don't remember. And I didn't bother I to look it they up. Did I don't because otherwise they would have just taken them. I feel like in the show, there's been no reason not to just do that. But I don't think they did because they were in the city of Camelin. Um, well, they were just outside of the city of Camelin. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think I can't remember. Because they're they down didn't. in the cellar, right? When they enter the ways for the mm-hmm. first time. So that would. What is would Bella's arc? What even happens with <laughs> Bella? And I, I got to go look it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The horses. Do we know? Like, does Bella, like, do we know? Like, is it like Bella? Is that the final? Is Bella at the final battle? 
I don't know. Be careful reading on that wiki page. I mean, uh, someone said, yeah, they, they brought the horses. Okay. So they, did they? So they into the ways yeah. my mind was telling me they did, but Took it horses. didn't make sense if they were in the cellar to enter, to enter the ways through, through the okay. basement. Okay. I mean, it's been a while since I've read it almost two years now. Someone said last book dead. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bella makes it. Hey, I don't know. I'm just, I, uh, yeah. is there well, a chapter una, in... unaccountably survived according to the wheel of time, <laughs> can, official wheel of time companion book. Bella survives. Mm -hmm. There are nice, fan theories. <laughs> here we go. Fan theories, right? Let's just get in here. A, fa uh, a frequent made joke is that Bella is none other than the creator, quietly overseeing the world in this time of great turmoil. The evidence of this is primarily based on how often Bella shows up. She's present right from the start and is mentioned or seen more often than all but most of the primary characters. In addition, she has lived and stayed in the story longer than any other mount despite being present at the eye of the world the ways so there we go falma mm -hmm. tarvalin um you know like tons of just and tons of other stuff wow that's kind of a i, I love that <laughs> maybe she is maybe she is people are all about the assassinate oh no um my question is um tinfoil hat time again does yeah. the wheel weave bella out to be bill the pony in Lord hey Lord's? there, there we, go. we go i mean that's that's definitely like something you know robert jordan talks about all those different uh you know things that he pulled or, or inspired by little nods to, to lord of the rings and i think it's great i mean <laughs> paying attention Loyal's to yeah, loyal's force wow um I you think know, Bella's, cool. Bella's shadow facts. Bella gets, you know, that's yeah. true. Show would be Bella uh, shadow facts. Yeah. All right. It's cool. Oh, I will. Wow. Hey, you know, he, Robert Jordan, probably when he started working on this stuff, he'd watch never ending story. And he's like, there is no way I'm killing <laughs> my horse. Our tax man. Oh my God. That was so sad. That was like the saddest. Atreyu. <laughs> That's the so sad. It's the saddest thing ever. But then at the end, he makes it. You see our see well, our tax. Let me tell you what the dragon does ride again in that series. That's for sure. Falcor is 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 riding the winds of of time all over the place. He is. I a love. Dragon. I, I love. I don't know what he is. He's a he luck dragon. Like, he kind of looks like a Chinese dragon. Like you know, not like yeah. Like, he's a luck. They're the longer. Yeah. yeah. Our tax is heart wrenching. <laughs> it is, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh all right. Um well wow, guys. That's that's probably that's probably an okay place for yeah. us to end. I think we're I think we're ending on our tax. Wow. Standing on our tax. Oh man, and Bella. <laughs> um so anyway, hey Ryan, as always, thank you for coming back on, guys. Stay tuned. We'll be cutting this up into clips, all sorts of stuff. If you missed anything. Ez and I will be back talking more. We'll do some previews and some predictions and all of that stuff next week. We had 200 people in the chat at one point, which is yeah, like, in all awesome. honesty, insane to even begin to think about. Yeah. Um, so we super appreciate that, guys. Be sure to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Um, remember, you can check out the podcast. If you want to come on the show, check out our Patreon. <laughs> Ez and I do all sorts of other stuff, too. Uh, we do Harry. We cover Harry Potter. We cover Star Wars. We cover Game of Thrones. So be sure to check out all of that stuff as well. You can find links on all of our channels and everything like that. You can follow me anywhere on the internet at super games, bros. You can follow Ezra anywhere on the internet at Womprat underscore two M there's Boba Fett stuff coming out as house of the dragons coming out soon. I cover video games. There's new legend yeah. of Zelda stuff coming out. We cover all kinds of stuff and we appreciate each and every one of you guys coming to hang out. I'd say you could follow you could follow Ryan anywhere on the internet, but um, really <laughs> he's you can a, only follow him here. Uh, he's a dark friend. I don't know where he's at. He's like he's close. Yep. We'll put his we'll put a link to his stuff down in the in the in the description. But you know the great thing about about this post show live stream is is that I know that the second the show is over, the mm -hmm. second we hit that live button, people are gonna show up. You want to know why? Because the horn has been sounded, the <laughs> heroes are here to answer, and the <laughs> grave is no bar to our call.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.